You are Locked On Bills, your daily Buffalo Bills podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bills Mafia? It's Joe Marino from the Draft Network, and I'm your host of Locked On Bills. Happy Tuesday to you. We are getting closer and closer to the 2021 NFL Draft, and the rumors are swirling. Some about the Buffalo Bills and their interest in Clemson running back Travis Etienne. You can count on it. We're going to talk about that on today's podcast. In addition, I have two other segments for you. In segment two, I'm going to cover some veteran fallback options as we discuss the needs for the Buffalo Bills in this draft. Maybe they're not able to fill all of them, and after the draft, they're going to need to look to the free agent pool to fill in some holes on the roster. I have some ideas that I want to share with you regarding that. And then later in the podcast, I want to cover my final big board for the 2021 NFL Draft, and not necessarily go through all 270 players that I evaluated and graded, but talk about the top 100 and how the positions stack up within the top 100 and how those relate to the Buffalo Bills needs. So that's what we are going to do here on the podcast today. Let's get into this Travis Etienne conversation. First things first, 10 out of 10 would recommend you go back and listen to my conversation with Marcel Louis-Jacques from ESPN, where he was on an episode of Locked on Bills, and he defended the idea of drafting Travis Etienne in the first round. We covered it from every angle. I asked him all of the hard questions, and he did a great job of laying out the plan and why the Bills should do that. So if you're on the fence or you think the Bills shouldn't, or if you think they should, go back and listen to that podcast because that is a thorough conversation on the subject matter. Now, the reason we're talking about this today is several prominent NFL insiders came out on Monday and said the Bills are interested in Travis Etienne, and two of them mocked Etienne to the Bills, Peter King and Albert Breer. Also, Benjamin Albright affirmed that the Bills were interested in Travis Etienne, and he said that the Bills really wanted to limit the amount of hits that Josh Allen takes. So three prominent insiders in one day just hours before the 2021 NFL Draft link the Buffalo Bills to Travis Etienne. So let's react to that just a little bit. Obviously, I don't want to go too deep because there's a chance this doesn't happen. And if it does happen, you know we'll cover it from every angle. But just kind of getting into the discussion, I want to give you three things that I would like about the Bills drafting Travis Etienne and three things that I would not like about the Bills drafting Travis Etienne. But first, I do want to remind you of the discussion we had a week or so ago on the podcast where I stacked my own big board for the Buffalo Bills. I put in order the guys that I want the Bills to draft at 30. And within that, I identified the hard running back line, the point in time where if all of these players were off the board, I would be okay with picking a running back. So Let's remind you of the names that I want to see come off the board before the Bills consider the idea of drafting a running back. Those names are Oregon tackle 
Penny Sewell, Florida tight end Kyle Pitts, Jalen Waddle, wide receiver Alabama, Jamar Chase, wide receiver LSU, Caleb Farley, cornerback Virginia Tech. Again, there's a medical flag with him. Rashawn Slater, offensive lineman from Northwestern. Patrick Sertain, the second, cornerback Alabama. J.C. Horn, cornerback South Carolina. Elijah Vera Tucker, offensive lineman from USC. Tevin Jenkins, offensive tackle, Oklahoma State. Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, linebacker, Notre Dame. Quiddy Pay, defensive end, Michigan. Greg Newsom, cornerback, Northwestern. Aziz Ojolari, edge, Georgia. Jalen Phillips, edge, Miami. Again, there's a character and medical flag with him. Micah Parsons, linebacker, Penn State. There's a character flag there. Jason Owe, edge from Penn State. There's a football IQ flag there. Landon Dickerson, center, Alabama. There's a medical flag there. Elijah Moore, wide receiver, Ole Miss. Christian Darisaw, offensive tackle, Virginia Tech. And Devonta Smith, wide receiver, Alabama. But there's a size flag there. So there are 21 players in this draft, not counting any of the quarterbacks. There are 21 players in the draft that I want to see off the board before the Bills entertain the idea of picking a running back. Now keep in mind, of those 21, one, two, three, four, five, six of them have a flag that could disqualify them from being a pick of the Bills. So 21 could really be 15. So I say all that to say there is a point in time where I'm okay with this. You've heard my takes on running backs and paying running backs and first-round running backs. Normally not something I get behind. But in this draft class, in the context of this team, if those players are off the board, it's a pick that I'm okay with. Now, let me tell you what I would like about it, what I would not like about it. And again, if the pick happens, we'll cover this from every angle. So I don't want to spend too much discussion on a hypothetical possibility. But if the Bills were to draft Travis Etienne, the two things that I would like about it is, number one, it adds an explosive playmaker to the offense. Never a bad thing, right? Never a bad thing to add an explosive playmaker to your offense. Something you don't have, right? It's a layer. It's a wrinkle that really doesn't exist. Not to the level of Travis Etienne. I'm low-key high on Matt Breida, but he's not Travis Etienne. He doesn't have the hands of Travis Etienne or the contact balance. Number two, it would create even more easy completions for Josh Allen and give him a trusted target to catch the football out of the backfield, something they don't have. So I do like that there is an impact here in the passing game. You get Travis Etienne isolated in space against a linebacker and he has an option route, he's going to get open. He's going to be a real problem for these NFL linebackers to cover. And for Josh Allen specifically, I don't think it would be a bad thing for him to have this type of option in the passing game to change his process a little bit. Give him more check down opportunities, something I think Josh Allen can still evolve at. Taking those easy check down completions. Well, those are pretty enticing when it's Travis Etienne. So that's what I would like about the pick. What I would not like about the pick is value. I don't think there's much value in drafting a running back in the first round. It's a very easy position to fill. Let me give you some names here. Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon, J.K. Dobbins, Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, Miles Sanders, Antonio Gibson, Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook, Kareem Hunt, 
Alvin Kamara, Chris Carson. What did I just give you? I gave you a list of really good NFL running backs, some of the best in the game. I also did not give you a single player drafted in the first round. Finding answers at running back, and not just answers, elite running backs is very common to do outside of the first round. And it would be disappointing to me that the Bills would have to go this route to find their answer at running back. Especially when you've already invested two third-round picks on running backs, and hypothetically this would be a first-round pick on a running back. So in three years you've invested two threes and a one to get your running back situation figured out, hopefully. Todd McShay suggested that the Bills could trade up to 21 with the Colts to get Travis Etienne to get ahead of the Jets and Jaguars. Now, if you go from 30 to 21, you're probably giving up your third-round pick this year and some other day three pick. So in totality, if you trade up, in order to solve your running back issues, you would have given up three third-round picks and a first-round pick. You You would have invested that in your running back room. That's disgusting. That's gross. That's not how you do it. I recognize that Brandon Bean tried to go the economic route. He tried to go day two picks, back-to-back years, get his running back situation figured out, and it hasn't worked out to this point. But my goodness for how easy it seems to be able for teams to find running backs. I mean, come on. That's a whole lot of invested in something that shouldn't be this difficult. So I would hate the value. I'd hate the draft capital investments, especially because other teams are able to find great running backs outside of the first round. And then the last thing I'll say is I would hate the emphasis it would create to get him the football. I mean, you have all this invested in a running back. You're going to feel some type of way about making sure they get their touches. And I don't want to create that layer. I don't. I think about Christian McCaffrey with the Carolina Panthers. Good football player. Outstanding receiver, outstanding runner. But when he's on the field and he's healthy, Carolina forces him to football. And it constipates their offense because of it. So I would be nervous about that. Brandon Bean was part of a front office that drafted Christian McCaffrey in the top 10. And when Brandon Bean was asked about it, Since, he said it was a sleep-good-at-night pick. You don't think Brandon Bean would think of Travis Etienne as a sleep-good-at-night pick? So yeah, I absolutely think this is within the realm of possibility. Last thing I want to say on this, let's be reminded of the messaging from Brandon Bean regarding the running situation, the running back, running game situation since the season ended. Right after the season ended and it was his year-end press conference, he was asked about the running game, and Brandon Bean said it would be unfair to blame Zach Moss and Devin Singletary for the Bills' inconsistency running the football. The next time he spoke, he and Sean McDermott said, we can run the ball effectively with the pieces that we have. Last week at his pre-draft press conference, 
Brandon Bean said, if a running back is the top player on the board at pick 30, we will take him. And he also said, if we take a running back, he would want it to be a player that adds a new dimension to the offense in terms of speed, home run ability. Well, that's Travis Etienne. So the messaging has absolutely shifted. Is that on purpose? Do the Bills have no interest whatsoever in Travis Etienne and they're trying to throw off the scent? Or is he being honest? We'll find out in a few days. Hey, Bills fans, listen up. Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, is offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total-T, text DRAFT to 231231. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increase energy and lean muscle mass. Plus, text now and they'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back in the shape of your life absolutely free. Text DRAFT to 231231. That's DRAFT to 231231. Message and data rates may apply. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, MLB, and NHL seasons are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, and they have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the new scores and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use our promo code locked on bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right. So now I want to talk about some of the veteran fallback options, if you will, that the bills could consider. Should they not find answers in the draft? The bills don't have any glaring deficiencies entering the draft. I certainly think cornerback defensive tackle interior offensive line, wide receiver. There are certain things that they can go out and get, and I think that they need to find, obviously getting cheap labor, younger at some positions. But if they're not able to find answers in the draft, I have some veterans that are interesting to me. So let's say they need to find an answer at tight end, not necessarily a guy that's going to surplant Dawson Knox this year, but provide some veteran depth and maybe give them some blocking ability that was lost with the Lee Smith trade. Jesse James, Darren Fells, Richard Rodgers, all three of those guys come to mind for me. At offensive tackle, perhaps the Bills need to find a veteran swing tackle, a guy that can back up both spots and challenge Ryan Bates for that position. LaRaven Clark and Ricky Wagner, two guys that stand out to me. Now, Forrest Lamp could be in that conversation. Bobby Hart could be in that conversation. But the Bills need to add some more offensive linemen. And I think finding a veteran to compete for depth at swing tackle wouldn't be a bad idea. Let's say the Bills need to find an edge rusher. They need to find somebody to add to this mix. They want to get a veteran. Melvin Ingram, Everson Griffin, Ryan Kerrigan, they're all still available. At interior defensive line, which if you listen to yesterday's podcast, you heard me talk about my concerns at defensive tackle. I think defensive tackle is a bigger need than defensive end for this team right now. Some good veterans out there that they can consider. Geno Atkins, Jarrell Casey, Kawan Short, and Demon Harrison. 
Those are all good veteran players. At cornerback, perhaps they don't find an answer to come in and compete with Levi Wallace in the draft. There's some good veteran corners available. One I would love in particular is Steven Nelson from the Steelers. Richard Sherman, Casey Hayward, Brian Poole. All good veteran corners out there that I think the Bills should be interested if they don't find some answers in the draft. And then at safety, where I think the Bills need to find a veteran backup at safety. Poyer and Hyde, those guys are the engine for your defense. Right now, your only backup is Jaquan Johnson and then Josh Thomas, who was a UDFA from Appalachian State. You need to find your Dean Marlowe replacement. Trey Boston, Tashawn Gibson, Bradley McDougal, Jaleel Adai, four names for you. So I say all that to say, maybe you're going into this draft and thinking, man, the Bills got to find a corner, got to find an interior defensive lineman, need that swing tackle, need a blocking tight end, need a veteran safety. There's some guys they can consider after the draft, and these players are most likely holding out, right? They, they, they want to go to a spot where it makes sense, and the draft needs to pass before that can happen. So after the draft, expect there to be a little wave of free agency, And if the Bills don't find the answers they're looking for in the draft, there's plenty of fallback options to consider. RockAuto.com is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need over at rockauto.com. Let's close things out today by taking a quick glance at my final big board for the 2021 NFL Draft, specifically the top 100, and how many of each position I have in the top 100, and how that marries with the needs that the Bills have entering the draft. And so I've been working on this draft class, as you know, since May of 2020. You know, this is what I do. I evaluate these prospects. We've had a very thorough process this year at thedraftnetwork.com and the haze in the barn. And if you go to thedraftnetwork.com, you can see my final big board for the 2021 NFL Draft. Well, within the top 100, I want to tell you how many players at each position I have. So I have seven quarterbacks, five running backs, 13 wide receivers, Five tight ends, nine offensive tackles, nine interior offensive linemen, 14 edge defenders, seven interior defensive linemen, nine linebackers, 14 cornerbacks, and eight safeties. So according to my top 100, when we're talking about the best players in this year's draft, it is the deepest at wide receiver, edge, and cornerback. A lot of people think cornerback and edge are the two primary needs for the team. And we always think it's a good idea for the Bills to invest in 
good wide receivers, right? That's part of what made Josh Allen so successful last year was because he found success throwing the football to wide receivers. 10, 11 personnel, throwing the ball all over the yard to wide receivers. Keep investing in that position. So that's a good thing. Deepest at wide receiver, defensive end, cornerback. It's the thinnest at running back, tight end, and interior defensive line. Only five running backs, and really, if you don't get Travis Etienne, Najee Harris, or Javante Williams, you're probably getting more of a complimentary piece. I don't see anyone else really being a full-time lead focal point of the backfield in the NFL outside of those three. Tight end, it's a weak year for tight ends. I only have five in my top 100. And really, I have question marks for all these guys outside of Kyle Pitts. And then interior defensive line, it's a very, very weak year for defensive tackles. I think in the third and fourth round, there's players that I like, but there's no Jeffrey Simmons or Quinnen Williams or Ed Oliver type players this year. You know, those guys, those guys aren't anywhere to be found. So the thinnest at running back tight end and in de- interior defensive line. Now the good news is I have seven quarterbacks. I bet five quarterbacks get drafted in the first round. I'd say that's pretty much a lock. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones. Then I think you'll have Kellen Mond from Texas A&M and Davis Mills from Stanford. All seven of those will go in the top 100, which is great news for Bills fans because the Bills aren't going to draft any of those players. And every time one of those is drafted, it pushes a player at a position where the Bills want to draft a player down to them. So while I don't think it's a super deep year of quarterbacks, like I don't love any of the day three guys at all, the fact that I think seven will go in the top 100, five specifically in the first round is just wonderful news. So there you have it. I mean, that's that's kind of what I wanted to illustrate there is if the Bills are wanting to invest in wide receiver, edge, corner, there's going to be options for them in this year's draft that I like, top 100 caliber players. The options are slim at running back, tight end, and defensive tackle. But I have 18 offensive linemen, which is pretty good, right? Nine on, on the offensive tackle side of things, nine interior guys. So I like how this draft specifically shapes up for the Bills, right? It's a really good marriage of where I think the Bills need to invest and the talent that's going to be available for them based on how this draft class stacks up overall. All right, folks, just a couple more days before that 2021 NFL draft. We are going to have you covered here on the Locked On Bills podcast, so make sure that you are subscribed, rate, review, and share the podcast, and I look forward to catching up with you again tomorrow.